is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. It is a practice watch-along edition of the show. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com, back with you on a Monday night, August the 28th, 2023. It is officially game week at the University of Alabama as the Crimson Tide prepares to host Middle Tennessee State Saturday night at Bryant-Denny Stadium. We've officially graduated from fall camp watch-along to practice week watch along here on the Bama online pod. So a lot to get into, but one thing we won't be talking about, an official depth chart from the University of Alabama. As Nick Saban informed us earlier on Monday, no depth chart for the 2023 season opener. Hey, we still got a good bit of practice footage from UA though. So we'll get into some outside linebacker talk. We'll get into some offensive line talk. We'll look at some defensive back stuff. We've got quarterbacks and receivers, defensive line as well. We've got some stuff to get into, and we'll start it with the outside linebackers. As we see here, as we get the footage rolling, there's Coleman Hutzler, the outside linebackers coach and special teams coordinator for the Crimson Tide, working with Chris Braswell and Dallas Turner at the top of the drill. A couple of things in play here, working footwork to get things going in individual drills. This is early in practice. This is just getting going uh, at a typical practice at Alabama, full pad practice, as you might expect on a Monday of game week. But Hutzler getting his guys some footwork going here, keeping those eyes up, and then simulating takeaway opportunities because we've heard it so, so often from Nick Saban, need more takeaways. And so giving these guys some fumbles to try to scoop and score with. And six seconds in, Dallas Turner, looking like he did up in Knoxville last season when he had the scoop and score for a touchdown against the balls. We stop at 12 seconds in here. And so, again, no official depth chart from the University of Alabama. But if kind of looking at the order in which players go through these drills – strikes you as an indication as to how things might be lining up at certain positions. Okay, Braswell, Turner at the top, that's sensible. Q Robinson we saw in the drill. Now, the next player we see actually go through the drill is Jeremiah Alexander, but as you look there, you see Keanu Coote has gone before Alexander. So a lot of this lines up actually with the order that we saw Back in the spring, when Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell were out for the 8A game, it was Q Robinson and Keanu Coote who worked with the first-team defense in the spring game. Then you had Jeremiah Alexander to go along with Quay Roussal. And one of the things you'll note here, too, is that Quay Roussal, you don't see him go through the drill, but if you look back there, you can see him in the yellow pullover. So maybe something going on with Quay in terms of his availability, but on the practice field in full gear based on this footage. And we see some walk-ons going through the drills as well. You're going to see some of those scout team jerseys come on 
to certain players as we go through the practice week as well. We stop at 26 seconds in, and we get a look at the offensive line, or at least one group of five of those offensive linemen here doing some of that sled work. Uh, And left to right, what we have here is Elijah Pritchett at left tackle, Terrence Ferguson at left guard, James Brockermeyer at center. Uh, Looks like we have Jaden Roberts at right guard and also true freshman Miles McVeigh at the right tackle position. So that would line up with what you would expect to be and what really was, again, other than Pritchett, when you go back to the 8A game, four of the five guys in this video were essentially second team guys in that scrimmage. So that would make some sense. You also get into this next group 32 seconds in. There are three more true freshmen in this group of five. Olas Alenin at left guard. You've got Rock Montgomery at right guard. We've also seen footage of Rock in the preseason also getting some snaps at center. And then true freshman Wilkin Formby at the right tackle position. And What's going to become interesting are some of the decisions that are made by the coaching staff in terms of guys that you get ready during the game week as legitimate depth options and guys that are going to maybe spend more of the season as developmental prospects and working with the scout team and continuing to try to make strides in sports science. And so that's where these guys are at in most instances along the lines of scrimmage. And so we roll the video here 33 seconds in. And those guys transition out. Again, this footage brings to mind the Joe Pendry days at Alabama, especially the sled stuff, because, boy, I can still hear Joe Pendry. Roll the hips. Roll the hips. Joe Pendry during the early stages of the Nick Saban tenure at the University of Alabama. We roll it here at the 41-second mark. There's Jaden Roberts, veteran depth provider. A guy who, again, I feel like at a lot of places could be very much in the mix for a starting position. So he continues to come along. And then we get into a look of the left side of the offensive line. There's Seth McLaughlin at center. There is Tyler Booker at left guard. That appeared to be Caden Proctor over there at the left tackle position. Uh, You move it over to the other side. There is a close-up of perhaps Alabama's top overall prospect for the 2024 NFL Draft. I guess there is legitimate cases to be made for Kool-Aid McKinstry and Dallas Turner as well. Uh, But a money year for all three of those guys, including J.C. Latham here, as we see in the video as it runs uh, 52 seconds in. I'm going to try to rewind that just a little bit. See if, yep, there's Darian Dahlcourt as I stop it at the 51-second mark. So Darian Dahlcourt still at right guard alongside J.C. Latham. Uh, That's been sort of the combination that seems to have been in play here of late, Uh, and they continue to work that in this particular drill. 55 seconds in, we transition to quarterbacks. Here's Tyler Buckner up first. By all accounts, a very nice showing in scrimmage number two for the Notre Dame transfer. How will that play out? As far as the plan for the quarterback position for Middle Tennessee, and I think that hearing Nick Saban talk about it on Monday, it's just very, very difficult to build in more than two quarterbacks for a plan. And I'm sure Nick Saban looks at it from this perspective, too. We're talking about a Middle Tennessee team that, yeah, is going to come in here as 35, 36, 39-point underdogs. 
But this is still the same Middle Tennessee program that went down to Miami last season and pants the Hurricanes and picked up a check for $1.5 million in the process. So first and foremost, the goal remains to win the football game and do it in a way in which there's confidence that is inspired from it. That's not to say Tyler Buckner couldn't play in this game and, and give Alabama what it needs at the quarterback position, but you go back to 2011, you think about A.J. McCarron, Phillip Sims, that particular competition that went into a season opener in Tuscaloosa, and A.J. got the start, played three series, and then Phillip Sims came on, played three series in the first half, and then Philip Sims, I believe, actually got the start to open the third quarter. Ultimately, it was A.J. who won the job and took it over going into Penn State the following week. But there's also depth chart things to consider from a scout team perspective. And when you think about the opponent this week in those terms, yeah, Middle Tennessee is going to throw the football around a good bit, you would expect. This is a team that likes to spread the field likes to go with some four wide receiver sets, some air raid principles in play. So, you know, it's good to have these young quarterbacks too, like a Dylan Lonergan, like a Eli Holstein, as we see Lonergan here at the 103 mark, very natural passer, very easy getting the ball out there to Robbie Oots. Next up, we get Jalen Milrow and Jalen Milrow connecting with Shaz Preston there. Here's Eli Holstein. In the middle of the field to Ty Lockwood, fellow classmate there. And here's Ty Simpson repping in. Takes the quick hitch to Jaron Hamilton out there in the left flat. Lonergan again to Jalen Hale. These uh, number changes trying to screw with me, by the way. Now we got Jalen Hale going from 82 to 14. We got Kobe Prentice going from 80 to 6. We got Christian Story going from 11 to 4. Yeah. We get to the game week, and now they're going to try to mess with me with these numbers. But continue to work through the video here, uh, the 135 mark. And I talk about the scout team situation uh, because it should be of a real benefit for Alabama this week and next week with Texas and Quinn Ewers coming to town. Having some guys that can legitimately stand in there and give you a look from the pocket uh, with the guys that Alabama has from a depth perspective is a good thing. Here's Buckner again. There's Cole Adams as we stop it two minutes in. Good to see Cole out there and doing his thing because Cole in the first half of his first game as a senior on the prep level, significant shoulder injury that required surgery. He was forced to miss the remainder of his senior season and rolled early at Alabama. But uh, this is a guy not blessed with maybe the biggest of numbers from a measurables perspective, but he can run. He was a documented sub 11 second, 100 meter guy in high school. And uh, he plays with a fearlessness uh, for his size. that isn't all that common among wide receivers. We got tandem quarterbacking here still with Dylan Lonergan and Eli Holstein, both looking to make throws. There's Kendrick Law one of your very favorites on this Alabama football team, the positionless Kendrick Law. You can play him anywhere. You can play him at safety, play him at running back, play him at wide receiver, put him on any of the special teams, and you'll win a lot of games with Kendrick Law. Continue to work through the quarterback drills here. Holstein and Simpson. There is the aforementioned Kobe Prentice in that new number six, looking pretty clean there. Here is a deeper outcut 
from Holstein to Shaz Preston. And then you got Ty Simpson doing the same out there to Kobe Prentice. And the order in which the quarterbacks are working, I don't know. People might put some stock into that. You know, it seems like uh, it changes from time to time. I would just go ahead and advise waiting until the opening snap, or at least until pregame warmups on Saturday night. We'll obviously have you covered from that perspective and sort of scouting out the groups as they work in there in those pregame warmups. The expectation is that Jalen Milrow would be out there first, but We've had some curveballs thrown at us in the past, just when we thought we had some things figured out at the quarterback position under Nick Saban, too. Ja'Cory Brooks there. There's Ty Buckner with a little bit of a hitch there to Jalen Hale. Next up, Dylan Lonergan. He connects with Jaron Hamilton. And now we get into some defensive back stuff. And it looks like, just based on the players involved as I stop it here at the two minute and 53 second mark, you got Des Ricks there at the left corner. I'm going to guess that's Earl Little, the second there at the star position as we run it. It looked like Tony Mitchell, another true freshman back there at safety. So what you'll see in these periods early in practice is work on nickel and dime coverages because there are nuances to coverages for Alabama. It's not just strictly zone or strictly man-to-man. There's pattern matching. There's passing off of guys to different defensive backs. And so everything really needs to be synced up as you see T-Rob there in the background working his guys. And sometimes what you'll see during these drills too, there's Tony Mitchell uh, and Earl Little the second. You'll see in the background maybe some linebackers working. You'll see Justin Jefferson back there as I stopped it here. 258 in. Kendrick Blackshire, I believe, is back there. There you see him. 259, you see that tandem back there. And now in the foreground, what we have is Tresman Marshall. And again, this could be a nickel look. This could be a dime look. Uh, and it would make sense if Tres Marshall is very much in play. Maybe not as the first guy out there in the dime at the MAC position, but if it is Deontay Lawson first up, Tres Marshall next would make some sense. First and foremost, because that guy has to be able to run the show, has to be able to make the calls and checks from the middle of the field. And Trez Marshall, with his experience in this system going back to his time at Georgia, would make some sense for him to be in that role if, in fact, that is the case. And so just kind of working through coverage responsibilities. You see Antonio Kite at the other corner over there. And now we get into... I'm going to guess this is a dime look because this has the looks of Christian Story and Caleb Downs at the 307 mark working at the money position. And as you'll see, they're matched up against a number three in a scout team jersey for Alabama. And that is to simulate the play of DJ England Chisholm. Now, Middle Tennessee lost its top three receivers from a year ago including its number one receiver, Jalen Lane, who moved on to Virginia Tech. But in England, Chisholm, and also you'll see some of Elijah Metcalf, you're talking about two guys in that win over Miami last season that combined to catch three passes for 238 yards and three touchdowns. That's right. All three of their combined catches for England, Chisholm, and also Metcalf went for touchdowns and not just red zone touchdowns, not just 
goal line scores. We're talking about three touchdown catches in that game in excess of 60 yards. And so the quarterback a year ago for Middle Tennessee, Chase Cunningham, he only needed 25 attempts in that game against Miami to pass for 408 yards and three touchdowns. That is certainly a stat line that Alabama will be looking to avoid on Saturday night, but it just goes to point out that with Middle Tennessee, there are capable options at the receiver positions, and this is an offense. If you're experiencing transition on the back end of your defense, they can expose some things from time to time. So whereas it's dawning in some ways for Alabama, even with a new starting quarterback for Middle Tennessee, it's a great opportunity to work in those five or six guys that initially at least you think are going to be your primary players in the secondary as far as the nickel and dime packages. And so a look that you very well could see a good bit of Saturday night involves that money position in the dime and certainly the star position. And we heard Nick Saban talk about the safeties on Monday and Uh, He seems to really like Jalen Key, the transfer from UAB. Downs, the true freshman. Malachi Moore, the experienced, versatile option at the safety position. Christian Story, going to have to step up a little bit more, you got to think, after Saban revealed on Monday that Devontae Smith is dealing with a foot injury. So some opportunities for some depth there at the safety position as well. Combine that with corner with Kool-Aid McKinstry, Terrion Arnold, Trey Amos, star position, you add in Earl Little there too. You got eight options you still feel pretty good about, I would think. But again, this is an offense for Middle Tennessee that will challenge you. And with the potential to play maybe some more zone um, against this offense, that also means there's the potential for bust. Now, your pass rush can help you too uh, in some ways by speeding up things for this Middle Tennessee passing game. But just some things to keep an eye on as we get you ready for Alabama, Middle Tennessee. Okay, we move it on here at the 308 mark. Again, as we see Story and Downs shadowing each other there in that look, and we're back with the outside linebackers. And that looks like Roussal and that yellow pullover to go along with Jeremiah Alexander. And again, working those hands, working, getting off blocks, simulating edge setting you got to be able to do it it starts from the ground up watch these guys shoot there you go get off get those eyes inside find the ball now we get into some defensive line work with damon Payne. there's edrick hill a true freshman and now we're going to wrap things up with a couple of defensive linemen that you certainly expect big things from in 2023 that's fifth year senior fifth year player actually He's played the previous four seasons, so this will be his fifth season as a participant on that Alabama defensive line. Justin Aboigby, number 92, and here comes Jaheim Otis. Man, look at Jaheim as I stop it here at about 344, 345. Man, this guy looks good going into his sophomore season. It continues to amaze the physical transformation that he's been able to make. It's to the point where of late, listen to this podcast or watch our practice watch-alongs. I'm good with Jaheim Otis playing an end spot and Tim Keenan playing inside or vice versa. Uh, I don't think this is the week for that because, again, I think it's going to be more 
centered on pass defense and getting your best pass rushers on the field, you're going to probably see a lot of Dallas Turner and Chris Braswell out there together. You're going to see a lot of five defensive backs, probably even a good bit of dime as well. But when you think big picture and what's coming down the pike as far as opposing offenses go, uh, not all that difficult to envision Alabama doing everything it possibly can to get its best guys out there on early downs. That's going to do it for the latest practice watch along here on the Bama Online Podcast. Now, this thing's going to upload a couple different ways. It's going to go to video on the personal YouTube page. That's at Travis Ryer, B-O-L. It's also going to go up in audio format at the Bama Online Podcast. So wherever you consume podcasts, you're going to find the Bama Online Podcast. If you'd leave us a rating and a review while you're there, that would help us out tremendously, and we would greatly appreciate it. So come hang out with us at BamaOnline.com. Our site publisher, Tim Watts, the veteran, Andrew Bone, Joseph Hastings, Clint Lamb. You've got Jimmy Stein. You've got senior team writer, Charlie Potter, and myself. We're going to post up with you right there at the roundtable, our premium message board at BamaOnline.com. Travis Ryder, thanking you once again for joining us. And until next time, so long, everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.